Time now for the podcast you've grown to love. It's All That Ish. With your boy DJ Wig. The crew. Yeah. Is that better? Everything's cool now? All right, cool. All right. Yeah, y'all have probably listened to this podcast, this episode, and y'all like, I don't know what they're talking about. It's it's an inside thing. Uh, Yeah. I would say technical difficulties, but there ain't no difficulties here. It's, It's all good. Uh, speaking of things that are all good, the crew is 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 always all good. So you know what we got to do right now. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. So pistols in the house, y'all. Pistols. Also, we have the one known as King Dino. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> and of course, we've got the one and only about to go viral. Henny Love from Up Above. Hey, nigga. <laughs> Ass. Um, Defective. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really? That's what we doing now? <laughs> did you say? Did you say detective? <laughs> It's effective. Because I, <laughs> I, <thought> <laughs> I was like, ass detective. I was like, wow. Wait <laughs> what, Wait is, what is happening what, right now? What are we what are we detecting? What's going on? <laughs> well damn. He out in the streets <laughs> calling himself the ass detective. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, look looking for clues. Ma'am, no. ma'am, I need you to come with no me. Blues clues. I need no. you to come with me, ma'am. What? Excuse me? This is an investigation. <laughs> dang oh my gosh that's gonna get somebody in trouble anyway um how are, how are y'all doing good man okay yeah. just checking in you know checking in with folks pistol look they got the pizza popping pizza pocket yeah yeah he was eating pizza he had a hot pocket they didn't have to go on air hey anybody like pizza yeah okay cool Hey, so folks like pizza. Everything's good. I had a slice. That's what I clarified. I didn't I say you pizza. ate a whole pizza, bro. Yeah, but you inferring me. I didn't like the way that was going. Okay, so you're right. So you're right. Uh, I I know King Dino was out on the roadways uh, early this morning because I I happened to be with him. Yes, sir. So that's one of the things you had going on. Yeah, man. Sure, just having some fun with the fellas, you know. Pause. Hey, I had to get in there quick with that pause. Like, I'm talking about, yeah, and they were sucking day. I, uh, y- your uncle was there. What? Wait a, wait a minute. Wait, what's going on? He was there. He saw it. Oh, but good. No, man. Hey, we, we just did did a little, little bike ride, man. You know, you got, got, a, got, a, got in about 27 miles, you know? Oof. Oh no, we didn't just get in twenty seven miles. It it oh, rained yeah. the entire time. Well, you know what? It rained Damn. the entire time on the way down. No, the way back was nice. It rained again, and then the but, but, and when we finished, when we finished, the sun came out. Hey, let's be clear. I was let like, me, what? Let me be clear. I moved so fast, I didn't get hit by rain on the way back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, okay, I'll give you that. Huh? 
Uh, Henny Love, other than, look, other than about to go viral, what what are you working on, Henny Love? Um, Nothing. Working on, um, I mean, just building the brand of, you know, the drinking partner stuff. So, I mean, you saw me do a little reel or whatever. But... Bruh, that reel. Oh, we, that has to get, hey, somebody please post that to the uh, All That Ish uh, Instagram page or something, please, because that's, that junk is funny, man. I'm sorry. And you know yeah. what? Hey, shout out to you for having the uh the crab chips in that joint, man. Hey man, crab chips is the legendary. They got a reference. We gotta represent the DMV, man. Them them chips go hard. I stay with the with the crab chips in the, the big dumb bottle of Old Bay, like <laughs> at all times. So Yeah, that's serious. But other than that, man, yeah, just you know. Trying to boost that, you know. We got, uh, we're gonna be back on YouTube soon, so, you know. Them drinking partners. Yeah, man, it's gonna be fun. So I'm looking forward to it. Man, y'all, I mean, I, 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 I ain't gonna lie. I love y'all podcast, and I know I say this every time, but it's like I mean it. It's like the extra little, little. Uh, I mean, my my podcast. I just like the rawness of it. Cats sitting mm-hmm. around having a conversation, this, that, and the third. But the production value. Of them that uh them drinking partner what what y'all be putting out, it's just like so cool down to the music the soundtracks to go with the the complimentary soundtrack that goes with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't. If I were to drop the podcast, you know, in the flavor that we do all that ish, you'd be hearing so much bullshit between me and her. <laughs> but that's what it's about. <laughs> Don't nobody want to hear that. Hey, do me, like, hey, do me a favor. Let, like, you got your, you got the way you produce the show, and I, and like I said, I love it. The sound effects that that are they are key, and I love it along with the music. But I want to hear, and I think the listeners might want to hear a uh, love life and liquor raw, and just <laughs> just do it like one time, like once once a season, just do do one. And just hear them you hear the raw. Just do it live, and then that way, I mean, you can't can't edit that shit. Nah, you can't yeah, nah, nah. I mean, think about it many times that we've been up here just, ooh, ooh. I'd be listening yeah. back and say, oh shit, we said that. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, that's how it be most of the time. <laughs> well, there, damn, what's the shit? So, but it's real. You knew you said that. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, hey, sometimes you go back and listen to stuff, and it's just like whatever. Ah, all right. I know folks are ready, so uh, I, I say this all the time, but we got a hell of a show for you. Oh, we got a hell of an episode. We're going to be talking about all sorts of goodies, but uh, let's just go ahead and kick things off with this first thing. Now, this first one, I know y'all excited. I know, I know. But this first thing is, where is it? Where is it? All right, this thing is is ugly. A woman speaks out after being shot six times on a Chicago expressway. And the gunman, uh, as of this article that was pushed out by Fox 32 Chicago, uh, the gunman hadn't been charged. That's some wildness. Now, it was in uh, Matson, Illinois, the, this article is reporting from a woman was shot six times while driving 
on the Chicago Expressway over the weekend. Aaliyah Ivory spoke to Fox 32 Chicago from her hospital bed. Yeah, she's alive. She's she's going to pull through. She says she isn't sure when she'll be able to walk again and that the shooting was a road rage incident. Road rage. So you had to do. She said that she was look, she says she was trying to get over. But as soon as she tried to get over, the man didn't want to let her over. So he tried to run me off the road. So I tried. So I still tried to get in front of him so that I could get away. Ivory said. So no, on Saturday, Ivory says that she was headed into the city from the south suburbs at 1.50 p.m. And she knew it was 1.50 because, no, I'm, I'm, let me stop. When, <laughs> my bad. We shouldn't even be laughing at that. But when the gunfire rang out, so she, she said it was, it was around 1.50, her car was shot up. Five bullets struck the back and one hit the side. The 24-year-old was shot, shot six times while traveling northbound on I-57 near uh, Vollmer Road. I know that means nothing to most of us. But what was odd was the fact that this person wanted to shoot up uh, shoot up a, an individual's car on some road rage shit. Uh, police saying that they continuing to investigate. Uh, but it, this is crazy. It's shot her in the, the one that got in her back is like two centimeters away from her spine, supposedly. Yeah, normally she has a daughter in the car, but for some reason she hadn't picked her up or whatever, whatever, whatever. So her daughter wasn't in the car. But she got she got shot six times, and it's just like, what the hell is happening, man? So why, why wasn't he charged? What was the issue? Like, what? Uh, I feel like there's more missing. Like, is some, are we missing some information? Like, did I, they not catch him? I don't think they called him. Hold on. I'm about to get oh, okay. I'm, I'm about to get this audio popping. No, it says the man that at least in the story that I saw the man who fired the shots waited on the scene. He waited? Yeah, so it says after, you know, and I may be wrong, but it says after that it shows Let me scroll it shows up. the um, it has the report saying that the cops put the dude in the squad car. Wow, but he but no charges. But he yeah. hasn't been charged. Correct. At least, uh, at least, um, oh yeah, right here. According to uh, the investigative, okay, yeah. According to the investigating officials, both parties involved in the incident are cooperating with the investigation. The investigation is still open and ongoing. But my thing is, why is it, why is it still going? Like he why? shot, he shot, he shot in the back. What, what good reason is there? There's not. No, because he shot in the back of the car. Like, so, um, yeah, so apparently he felt his life was I mean, in danger. That is, a, that is a tip. Now, shot in the back of the car, that is attempted. I mean, there's, it's not like she's driving at the car. What no, she's the, driving away. Right, exactly. Man. So, I mean, look, there's no, that's attempted on my flight, and then she's driving away. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know what they're waiting on. That's That's easy. What's, that's what yeah, is that, it? that's an easy one. Open and shut. <laughs> and what he was saying. 
Open and Get shut. It's an open and shut case. Yeah. Give him, give him the. He's like, put him in the slammer. I don't know. So, I mean, I, I, I think that's a case of intrinsic uh, thoughts happening because, like, I, you know, there's some times where I'm like, I wish motherfucker would cut me off, but I'm not going about to pull out. My Glock is start unloading in a car. Yeah, that's yeah. why I, yes, I agree yes, with I agree with her. It's, <laughs> no, I would not. I thought, Yo, no. you you don't know what they got in the car, you know. Exactly. But that's what dude. That's what dude says. I mean, he hasn't been identified, at least from what I can see. But um, My, does his car have holes in it? That's the question. He, said he fired. He fired shots because he saw her, or he saw someone pull a gun in the vehicle, and they found no gun though. Was and this the police? They found no gun. Was this police that was trying to pull her over? No, uh-uh. I do, right? No, that was a different. That was a different case. I I did hear something about some cops laying into a car, but that's not that's not new. Sounds like they're in home. Yeah, he I, he might be a retired <laughs> retired police officer. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, I if he, I mean, if they, if her car got proof of getting shot up, like what's oh I, I get, oh I they got think. video, my dude. Yeah, I don't understand. There's like, video. He should at least be detained. Like, you need to be arrested at this point. And, like, he has been arrested. Oh, okay. So he is under, like, he's arrested. Well, I mean, right? I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. he's always under he, investigation. But he's not, but he's not charged. He okay. well, that, charged. No charges. He might be sitting up in that, Hold sitting on. up there in the tank. Sitting up in the room. Mm. I'm trying to play some of the video. Not yeah, coming up. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we'll continue on with the craziness. Uh, it's crazy. I I do believe I have to agree with you. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Hit us up on the gram. Hit us up on Instagram Zams or uh fan base. Yeah, the new uh social media platform. Very very reminiscent of uh, Instagram. Uh, but check out fan base. We are on fan base as well. All that ish on fan base. Um, this story comes out of, uh, <laughs> out of Henny's beloved Texas. It, a neighborhood's new anti-Section 8 rules will push many black residents out of a North Texas suburb. Let's, uh, go ahead and dive into this. This is Bronx. Damn, dog. <laughs> God dang, really? Golly. <laughs> that's how that's how we coming up in places. Hey, look, it's it's one thing to gentrify. It's another the whole other thing to just straight up say, "All right, this is what we're doing. You darkies gotta go." Well, that's kind of you know? that's kind of how it went down. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's literally kind of how it how it went down. But it is what it is. They're not they're not even trying to hide it. <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, that loud cough you might have heard as if he was being examined was none other than. Dr. Brooks, Brooks, a.k.a. Macaroni, Macaroni Tony. Tony. Hello, Tony. I, I may be coughing, but that won't stop me from saying hello to the people of Djibouti, who, in the capital, which is also called Djibouti, like to shake the booty. What's up? Holla at me. That's how you got to come up in here with all that? Saying hello to the Jabutians? <laughs> yes. Hey, at least the doctor ain't handing out prostate exams. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> Let me stop. I was about to say something stupid. Uh, anyway, neighborhood section eight. We talked about Texas. Uh, this is an article that was kind of pushed out from uh, the Texas Tribune. So in Providence Village, Texas, uh, there's a, um, a woman who was kind of being... Oh gosh, I don't nah, I can't even say given the runaround. She's been running around. So let me tell you about her. By the time uh Ravisha Threats moved into a two-story home in this North Texas Hamlet last year, she had filed more uh, she had filled out more than a hundred applications to find a home for her and her four children. Now Threats, the 31 year is 31 years old, and she said that she wanted a home, quote, somewhere good and humble. For my kids, end quote, as she tried to escape an abusive relationship in Atlanta. You know how them, uh, well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna oh, say that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because you in Georgia? <laughs> I, I ain't whooping nobody ass. <laughs> oh, gosh. So she was trying to get out of this traumatic situation um, um, that was in Atlanta. She considered joining her sister in California, but she worried about how much everything cost out there. Uh, even with the help of the federal housing voucher program known as Section 8, she knew it would be kind of out of out of her way. You know what I mean? But those who don't know, Section 8 um, subsidizes a portion of low-income household rent. That's what it does. Subsidizes it. It don't pay for it. It subsidizes it. So folks are paying something. I mean, right. it's based on their income, all right? Which means they have a damn job, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> Threat sister turned her attention to the suburb that's uh, north of Dallas and Fort Worth. The rent was affordable, and according to her sister's research, crime was low, right? So Threats uh, applied uh, to live in the more than 100 houses and apartments that are in that area, but none would accept her. So Texas is one of the few states that allows landlords to reject renters if they receive housing vouchers. So initially her sister found all these spots and she was like, cool. But then threats found a, I ain't gonna keep calling her threats. It's confusing to me. Ravisha found a, a landlord in Providence um, village, a town that had about 7,700 people in it, less um, than an hour's drive from North Dallas, right? And these mm. folks accepted the voucher. So then her and her kids packed their suitcases and left Atlanta, heading to Texas. So long story short, they get the spot. Everything is cool. But then after about a year, almost a year, they packing their bags again. And the reason for it is because homeowners began to turn against the neighborhood's Section 8 renters who are predominantly black. So in private little Facebook groups, they talking all this stuff. They blaming the tenants for perceived uptick in criminal activity. Criminal activity could have been coming from anywhere, but these folks was like, bruh, they did it. And it was because of all these Section 8 folks, you know. So because of the the Texas law, they can flip around and be like, yo, pack y'all shit. And that's what's happening. What say y'all about that? I'm not shocked. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, unfortunately, it's not shocking. You know, if you look, first of all, anybody's going to 
people always want to point the finger and they want to point the finger at the thing that stands out the most. You know, it, it's easy for somebody to say, oh, this is the reason why, you know, when, when none of them really know, first of all, you know, two, if anybody knows anything about, you know, criminals don't do crime in their own community. <laughs> you know, who are they stealing from? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, and I shouldn't say that they don't, but Speak come on. For if, if, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. If anybody yeah. listening to this from your neighborhood, they're going to already be like, oh. I mean, uh, it, look, I, here where, where I live, typically you're not robbing from your own neighborhood because everybody knows you. Yeah. You know, everybody knows you. Now, and that, look, and that's not to say that's not what's going on, but just to stand there. And okay, we're gonna find a reason to blame. Basically, they're looking for a reason to get rid of the section eight. They, they were, yeah. And and so let's let's blame them for that, you know. And 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 that's it. I mean, and and unfortunately, you know, your, your local government, you know, they're gonna oh well, you know, who holds who holds the money here, and and that's who they're gonna listen to. I mean, it's it's yeah. nothing new. It is nothing new. Let's let's hear from our Texas correspondent. Anyway. <laughs> Man, that's fucked up. But uh, you're a correspondent. I say correspondent. I'm saying that I see a lot of that in my neighborhood right now. Really? I don't. I don't know. I mean, because it's it's kind of it's weird, you know, because people feel real special once they you know move into a neighborhood and you know and feel as if they you know they got a couple points in their pockets and shit. And then when they see somebody that doesn't, you know, necessarily look like them, then they got to start asking a lot of questions because we have a couple families. And I don't, I don't believe that they're on Section Eight or none of that shit like that. But I mean, you could tell that they don't give a fuck and they're on some hood shit. You know what I mean? They got, you know, buddies and caprices in the house, and you know, and there's been a couple times where um, neighbors have felt that, you know, like that. Yo, who are, building the etch sketch or something? <laughs> who, know, God dang. Mutual shit. <laughs> God. Uh, continue, good sir. Um, but the, the neighborhood that I live in is probably middle class to upper upper middle class for you know for Texas. Yeah. Um, but as of late. They have started building what these people consider low-income houses, which are about, I don't know, $200,000, which is not low-income to me. That's a lot of damn money. Hell yeah. Right? But then right immediately across the street, they're starting to build Section 8 apartments. Mm. Um, so and this exact thing has happened where people have said that um, there has been an uptick in violence and or crime in the neighborhood therefore they are trying to get um put a stop to these apartments and or individuals living in the neighborhood that's that tend to fit the demographic yeah so, hey my question my question is is do they have um is there documentation um i.e you know police record you know because everybody starts talking i mean i've, I've seen that here in charleston where, oh, everybody's talking about it. Is it really, truly happening? You know, oh, we're, we're just going to say this is what's going on and this is the reason why, you know, to, to try and cause, you know, kind of stir it up as, as far as what's going on with the subsidized house. You know, so, yeah. 
you know damn well that nobody <laughs> has any. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm asking, you know, are, is anybody trying to bring forth? And if not, then that needs to be stated too. You know, yeah. this is not, this is not what's going on. You know, because we're, we're talking about it, but we're skipping past that. And every listener don't live where, where, where we live. You know. Yeah. So if yeah. if the black if the if the police records match the black folks or the black families in that mm-hmm. Providence village, yeah. then they're right and they should kick everybody out that's on Section Eight. Not and and not at all. But but that's what I'm saying. You know, state state that hey, look, this is not what's going on. People here are just trying to live regular lives. Yeah, they're People, not doing others, that. Others don't like it. They're not doing that. And and now, how do you stand there? I mean, oh, you're just going to say no, they're not. You know, now now it's just a big argument. But of course, the people who are there, who they're blaming them, they, they're not going to care. You know, but but what 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 happens now? Yeah. And 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 how do we shut these people up? You you don't. <laughs> I was just about to say, I don't think we can. You can't because I mean, there's obviously those are the people with the money, and there's and there's more them than there are of us. You know, they have right. the ability to make right. change more so than we do. I mean, we all know that you can fabricate all sorts of you know information. Nothing goes a long way. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. see it. In, I see it in my my little Facebook um, neighborhood group all the time, and they used um, my wife is cracking jokes because they use like cool words. And you know what the hell them co-words are usually in, in reference to. They're in reference to motherfuckers that look like us. You know what I mean? Like, too, many Jam- too many Jamals in the neighborhood. Yeah, like, you know, it's a little it's a little dark in here today. You know what I mean? It's like, God dang. There's hey, not too many people in my neighborhood hey. that, that look like us. So, I mean, you already know what the fuck they talking about as soon as they open their mouth. So, anytime yeah. anybody says Section 8, especially immediately. They are That's not right. referring to anybody that has less melanin than us. You know, like That's right. time it is. You know what I mean? They they already talk about how um it's it's gonna increase crime, it's gonna bring down property. Well, they say it's just gonna bring down property value when regards. I mean, and, and they just they just don't want us, you know, around here, you know. Right. That's right. So I mean it's it's unfortunate because we also have like um we have quite a Quite a bit of police officers that live here in the neighborhood and when they provide information you can tell that that many of them are biased as well um mm. so um, you know when that type of information comes from a police officer of course they're gonna they they agree they have somebody that aligns with their, with their views and stuff you know what i mean right so it, unfortunately it makes it it makes it worse um we have not seen us personally, we have not seen a whole lot of crazy shit happen around here. It could just be somebody just walking around the damn neighborhood, and then next thing you know, and if they have like a hoodie on or some bullshit like that, or they just happen to be black, like it goes crazy around here. And now these motherfuckers want to set up, you know, militias, and they want to set up groups in the damn neighborhood with, you know, AR. Yeah, neighborhood, neighborhood watch. Yeah, man. Like this is this is the reality, yeah. you know, out here because people feel as if, you know. You know, when you don't, when you don't look like them, and you got a little bit of change in your pocket, you're just trying to live your life as well. Mm. They want you out here, man. Yeah. You know, and and I feel sorry for, you know, Miss Threats because, um, 
you know, like you said, she she clearly is a you know upstanding citizen. She's trying to get away from the situation. She got money. She moved her family down to a place that she thought was gonna make a difference. Yeah. You got these motherfuckers that are upset just because, you know, she don't she don't look like you know the rest of the populace in the neighborhood. Like yeah. that is a real thing out here in Texas. Man. Oh, I believe it. Black families, uh, in, as far as Providence Village specifically. Black mm-hmm. families make up 93% of the 157 households living there with Section 8 vouchers. And it makes me wonder, because, I mean, these subdivisions out here are stupid big. Um, sure. So it makes me wonder, like, how big, you know, the subdivision, because, like, for us, um, there's thousands and thousands of American houses just, you know, like, what they consider a neighborhood. So this shit can be spread out like crazy. In the article, again, not that this changed anything, but for what they said was uh, there was an incident where one of somebody's child got stabbed Mm -hmm. um, at the basketball court. And they they said that, you know, they felt like it was coming from the influx of what they believe uh, was Section 8 and like people coming in. Um, And then that's when they proceeded to say we're going to enact some sort of HOA change. So that's what it was. It was an HOA change saying, hey, anybody... So, one, they're not denying Section 8 people. What they're doing is they're putting a levy on any renter who decides <laughs> to sell to any Section 8. Which person. means ain't nobody about to do that shit. I'm going to let you rebuttal. I just got to do this real yeah. quick because... But, time, yeah. time, so, time. <laughs> he's in the building. So, I, my point was that... It, it ain't, but go ahead. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's what they're doing. They're, it's not necessarily they're saying we do not allow Section 8. They are saying that, but the way they're getting yes, around it is saying that. Exactly. So can, You can do it, but you're going to pay like a thousand dollars more. Yeah, and who stuff. and who's going to want it? You, you want a exactly. business to make money, so that's just like, come on, man, like, really? It was like when they did the, uh, oh, I forgot what, it, Virginia did it too. Where they put this weird uh, thing on the window tent, and at the time it was oh, like yeah. it's just about window tent. What's the problem? But at the time it wasn't. Everybody wasn't doing the whole micro whatever with the perfect UV, all that tent. No, people weren't doing that. The majority of the people that were doing it were people of color. So they put this right. law in place to trip them up. This is another one of those type things where they're doing when it's not overtly saying no niggers. What it's saying is, <laughs> oh, if you give, if you want to do that, we're going to charge you this. Well, yeah. shit, that makes zero sense. So that's no what doubt. they're saying. No doubt. It's ugly. No Cad, what's good, mm-hmm. baby? Mm, now he's quiet. That's cute. Yeah. That, that's real. My cute. apologies, you. My apologies. My <laughs> microphone was muted because last time I was on here, I was cutting up something and not on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing too much of it. There was too much cutting, man. You look like you sound like you was trying to do an infomercial for some knife. Uh, it slices. <laughs> it dices. It'll even cut this can. Cut cans. Cut that can but- and this juicy tomato. Can I bust? Anyways. Oh, gosh. Um, Pause. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he must have already been starting to partake. He's he's slipping. 
HOA Association in Texas. I see I'm walking on the tail end of it. Um, from what I heard, I agree with what everybody has said. Um, it is a blatant attempt to make sure that the complexion is not fit in the specification. I fucked up the rhyme, but you gotta get what I'm what? saying. What? The <laughs> I was like, man, hey, he, he, hey. specification. Just, what? Specification? Jesse Jackson, the hell out of that. Yeah, make up him <laughs> Oh my god! Okay. Make up all the words. Oh, that was must, good and terrible. Chagatize. <laughs> oh it's upsetting me in my home, girl. Cause we feel like, <laughs> well, damn. If you can't go to better no chase, what the hell? Cause oh. you got. Oh my gosh, that was uh, definitely one turn. of them damn moments. Lucky yeah, for lucky for you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for you bastards, you just happen to have an urban studies major on your planet. Here we go again. There Yo. we go. We have an expert, everybody. Get your popcorn, put your drawers on, and buckle up. All right. So what we got? So listen, listen, listen. So I, I, I just looked up some numbers because I found it interesting. So first of all, Section 8, about uh, almost 5 million people in the U.S. receive it. Over half of those are white. Yeah. A third are black. And then there's another mix of Hispanics in there, about 13%, so on and so forth. Okay. Now, knowing that, the fact that they're denying Section 8 in a section of Texas is clearly they're trying to use it in, in a racist way. I mean, it's no secret. We know that. Yeah. But it's But, you know, you can't fudge the data right True. so if they're like oh well the the crime that the section 8 brings let's take a look at Uvalde Texas 17,000 people call that city home they have 161 section 8 vouchers that means they got 0. 0.0 um 9% not even 1% of the people there utilize section 8 that didn't stop their police force from allowing a mass shooting to happen on their watch while they put hand sanitizer on their hands in a motherfucking hallway. Yeah. Come man. on, pepperoni. So if if we're just looking at data, they're taking a law that's supposed to help and using it to hurt and the reason that they're claiming they're doing it does not stand up in that goofy-ass state. And so I really don't know what the fuck is really good with Texas because one minute it's we want freedom to arm 15-year-olds with goddamn fully automatic uh, miniguns. And then the next minute it's we don't want black people living in a place where the law has made it possible for them to live. So I don't really know what the hell Texas be having going on other than a lot of goddamn heat and some great barbecue. But <laughs> no, nah, there's no good barbecue here. Nah, it's no, it's trash. Like, so. I, I, I can't I can't make heads or tails of what they got going on. And it's a goddamn shame what they're what they're trying to do. <clears throat> and and you know, actually that's up to HUD. HUD is supposed to get in there and and um straighten them out if they're coming crooked. And so hopefully situations like that, somebody's reporting something. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to report it from up here in Tacoma. 
They're like, hey, hey, I got to tell y'all something. Something's going on. I'd be interested to see what our... I'm going to look that up, man. I'm going to see if there are any recipients or whatever. Mm-hmm. In my neighborhood and, and check what those what those numbers are because it just makes me it makes me wonder um after after reading this article because we have ourselves it seems as if and I may be making this shit up but um we do we do know that there's quite a bit of black families that have started to move out of this neighborhood. I would say all of the black families that we know have pretty much moved out of the neighborhood, maybe a section or two. And, we don't necessarily know why, wow. uh, but I, I I do want to check that data and see what the deal is and see how our neighborhood stacks up compared to this one out there in Dallas. Mm. That's crazy. But okay, so when I initially read that article, I was frustrated. Not believe it or not, not by the denial of Section Eight. I'm frustrated by the fact that so many of us are still utilizing Section 8. Yeah, that's Because I feel like ever since the 60s, when um, all these initiatives passed in Washington and to help as as a culture and as a group, we became reliant on them. Those hey, those those things were not built for us, man, and we are not the major recipients of those things. We're I mean, not. I think major recipients based on percentage, but I mean, I understand, I understand what he's saying, but at the same time, no, you know, old Doctor Brooks face ass. I think it still provides us with opportunities, like the young lady had, you know, like she was talking about in the article. Yes, without that, without that you know, that subsidy, she wouldn't have been able to move her family to the nicer neighborhood. And that's, like, and, and that's across the, look, yeah. look at the high price of being, I'm going to just say being in a house. I'm not even going to say owning, look at renting. The numbers are just skyrocketing ownership. Of course, that's a whole nother thing with closing costs and this, that, and the third, everybody ain't doing that. Everybody don't yeah. have a means to do that. My thing is this, if that's the way they want to play it and look, they they can do that. These uh these neighborhood they, folks that make up the build the neighborhoods and everything like that. The people who come because some job opened up and they fill that neighborhood. The people who are in charge of making the laws for that neighborhood. Okay, they can do whatever they want to do. This for me, this goes back to episodes ago where we talked about uh buying a town and this, that, and the third. Now we just a a, a group of outstanding gentlemen who are trying to figure something out and, and work our way through it. But we got all these artists, these athletes, these folks that have a lot of money, right? What the hell is the problem, man? If you can't, if you can't see, we can't be the only ones reading articles like this. And if they just sit there and put a little bit of dough, I mean, look at it, the other day we was looking at land and you getting this many acres for this amount of money, get some acreage, get with these, um, these companies that are doing these uh, prefab houses, put some stuff out there and make some cities. How like how then you sit there and you run it the way you want to run it. There are laws that are happening at the town level, at the city level that you can sit there and be like, well, this is how we doing this. And I can do that as whoever runs this town because you told me I could in the state regulations. I don't know. It's just bothersome. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a rant like that. Yeah. yeah. It happens. My bad. Well, I don't I don't understand what the problem is with my view that as a as a culture, as a collective, we should be striving to get away from the model that's been created for us. I would argue that we are basically worked in many ways to our damn detriment. Don't get me wrong. There's tools for everything. But sometimes I feel like as a culture, we've become self-reliant on or we've become too reliant on them tools. Making it a crutch or something. If, if, if somebody thinks I'm wrong, then show me statistically where I'm wrong. It, but I, I study this. I do this shit. So when I give you a point of view, it's not just a dude. It's that nigga telling you that shit. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, and, and, I, and I understand, man. I'm I mean, show me when the revolution's popping off and I'll be there with bells on. I'm looking it up because I really I really want to know. I'm not trying to trying to prove you wrong. I just want to know now. I want to see the numbers myself. I'm I'm currently looking that up. If anyone else has something to say about this, but if not, I'll stop my my quest and and move on to the next subject. Anybody got anything else to say about this? Cuz if 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 that one pissed you off, <laughs> <laughs> if if that one pissed you off wait till you get a load of this one uh mississippi police chief fired after leaked audio captured racist rant he was bragging about killing 13 people yeah surprise yeah this article comes uh to us uh thanks from the good people at usa today uh in the article, it states that a small Mississippi city has a new police chief after its last one was secretly recorded bragging about shooting and killing people in the line of duty, including a black guy that he claimed to have shot a hundred times. They were they captured audio in a racist and homophobic rant. So former Lexington Police Department Chief uh, Sam Dobbins was fired Wednesday. Uh, after the city's board of aldermen voted to oust him in a session that lasted more than an hour. So it, it, I don't know how long, why it took, took that long to do all that, but, but apparently it, it took an, took an hour. Uh, the vote came after a former officer leaked a recording of a conversation he had with the chief in April, the officer, Robert Lee Hooker, I just had to say it like that. Gave <laughs> gave the secretly recorded audio to Julian, a civil rights and international human rights organization, uh, which released it to the media, riling up a small city of 1600, uh, about 60 miles north of <clears throat> Jackson, Mississippi. So there's that. Um, so he got, oh man. Okay, so one of his his compadres said he wasn't just going to, you know, keep the blue together like that. He was going to tell. Well, not even tell. I'm going to get recording. He be talking real loose, real greasy, and I'm going to catch him. And then he turns it, he turns it in. If this is the chief talking, 
<laughs> See, that's well, that's the part for me is just like you over all of this. Yeah. But here's the issue though. The dude what, that what recorded it know? was black. And the chief was talking to Hooker, who was black. Like, why did he feel the need to like talk to Zeus, like to put him in his place no, and no, whatnot? No, 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 no. This man is the chief. Yes, I know. The hooker, the guy that recorded him, was black. I get that. But my point in saying that is this man is over everything and feels so comfortable to 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 sit there and tell this man, and I shit, I shot this one black dude like a hundred times. Okay. I would like to point out that two billion three hundred and seventy-two rap songs. They also claim to have shot 13 people a hundred times. <laughs> how many? Wait, how many? Look, There's a lot of bullets that were fired yeah. in rap song. So no, I'm but, just a hundred. A yeah, hundred on this look, one person. So and, and look, for sure we all noticed that you're you're making light of the situation. The reality is is this is a person who's who's sworn to protect, serve and protect. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so, so here's the thing, though. Look, this is this is Mississippi. You know, I'm. It, it, look, Mississippi. T- I, and I don't. I, I'm sorry. You call it surprised. how it is, man. I'm not surprised. You pronounced no one, it like they do. I, look, yeah. Well, Mississippi. Howard. There's nothing wrong with Mississippi other no. than its fondness for racism. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's and that's look, a traditional that, thing. It's that, traditionally that, that, racist. That is a uh, deep. That is a deep rooted, traditionally racist yes. place. Period. So, so that's not surprising that he's com- comfortable enough to say this in front of anybody. Now, here's my question. Okay, he's fired, but are you going to take his pension away from him? He's no. a, he's a chief, so he's about a hundred. He's probably about a hundred years old. It's race. <laughs> it's time. It's time to retire anyway. Yeah. So, so how how does this guy? How does this guy? He's like, oh, all right, I'll just retire. No big deal. It would so, be it so, would be unkind to not give him his pension. It would be unkind. It would be kind of unkind <laughs> to, to start plugging people left and right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's not a shock. And the reality is, is he's still going to go off and ride into the sunset happily with his pension yes. and go live the rest of his life. I agree. I I, I want to draw get some speaking engagements. I, no, I want to draw this to your attention though, and I keep harping on this. He is the chief. And you gonna tell me if he's that comfortable talking to this 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 man of color, that there are not more of him in that oh. that force? Oh, you know, of course so, there are. So it's not going to stop. He's done his he's done his job, quote unquote. He's done his job. Um, I protected and served when it was convenient for me, and I've shown others to be just like me. Yeah, and nobody's gonna tell me what I what I can say, how I can feel, how I can express yep. it. Nobody's gonna tell me that because I'm the chief. The chief. Because yeah, he's 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 not some some little you know brand new patrol officer. He's the chief. He, he's and and that's it, man. There's nobody that's gonna hold him accountable. Oh, we're gonna make you retire, or we're gonna, I'm sorry, we're gonna remove you. They're gonna fire you. They're gonna give him everything he's gonna get anyway from retirement. Damn. So hey, what they should say is. Well, we just let him retire and go live. To, at least let people. Oh, he fired. They didn't fire him. If they fired him, he would have lost all his benefits. Yeah. Yep. Let him go peacefully. Yeah. 
Rumor, rumor has it. Rumor has it. They don't it. do that anymore. Yeah, rumor has it when they were walking him to his vehicle after they forced him re- to retire, they stopped by Burger King. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Was, exactly. Exactly. Same thing. What they got in their burgers? Um, <laughs> something to tighten. Man. It's something to something to tighten your asshole clothes. It's that, that that, that's what's in there. It's something in them day. That ain't deep at all. <laughs> Look, no, seriously, that, they got a, <laughs> they got a, they got a special burger. They get cats. Yo, this will close your junk tight, son, before you go to jail. It's something in them. Let me get a Mick racist with cheese. <laughs> with cheese, son. <laughs> Golly, man, this man is telling you. I yeah, I killed a bunch of people. I dumped off in this one dude. I how many. Hey, but seriously, let's think about it. How many times you got to reload to get a hundred? Yeah, and how and why you got that many clips on you? Like, stop playing. You didn't do that because you know he was out there with a a pistol. Oh shit, Paul was there. <laughs> I, I, I knew that was I, coming. I, I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Golly. I, you know, he's a chief man. You know, he started off with that Barney Fife pistol. Stagecoach. Exactly. He there was a Saturday night special. <laughs> Look, he had a revolver. Stagecoach pistol. <laughs> Stagecoach pistol. Man. Like, seriously. So if he did have a revolver, which hey, some spots they'd be like, it's more reliable. This is what we working with. Okay, cool. You dumped off a hundred shots in this dude, right? Took the time to reload. Like what? Exactly. Like what? That's what we doing out here. <coughs> this is like man, so stop playing. This black man for street cred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. But here's the sad part, even with that, because I know you keep making a point of. Uh, the guy, uh, and I can't even think his name again, but the guy that did the recording. Hooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hooker. You're going to tell me that, and see, this is the weird part, because you know there are people of color that somehow, because they've put on a police uniform, have forgotten that they're a person of color. Mm. So they be in there bragging amongst each other, talking about what they've done to other BIPOC people. I know Dr. Brooks loves it when I say that. Other BIPOC folks. So it's like, yeah, he felt comfortable because who's to say that he thought he was one of those? Uh-huh. I thought you was one of those niggas. Huh. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I, I think, think it turned out he out. wasn't. I, tur- I think I, it turned out he wasn't. Exactly. I think but a that, man that recording. brags about shooting someone that many times felt like he was untouchable because it's Mississippi. And he's and the chief. He what? And he's the chief. Oh, sure. And, yeah. and at that point, he probably thought, I can do whatever I want. Exactly. Not exactly. realizing maybe that this man here is about, you know, about to be, I don't know if he was a replacement, but obviously he he got kicked out of that position. Yeah, he did. So, uh, it's, I mean, you go anywhere in the Southeast, you're going to have that in those small towns where you have those 
people who ain't never left their town, mm-hmm. they know that their town people are not going to turn on them. Yep. And at the end of the day, they they just feel empowered to do whatever they want. So, I'm looking at the article now. Police Chief Charles Henderson is now the new chief. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Henderson, yep. not Hooker. Not Hooker. Yeah. Another H man, H Town guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, like, you know, this is not indicative of the actual the force we have here. He's been removed. We don't tolerate this stuff. But obviously the stain ain't gonna wash away. So I think that just adds to the issue of I, I personally think that there should be more African American policemen. That, you know, maybe we should get people that look like us to help give a better understanding of, you know, you don't need to approach these things so hyper-aggressive. Yeah. Uh, in a place like Mississippi, I don't know if it's enough. I don't. So. Well, you know what the, one of the arguments with what you described and uh, what do you call it? Uh, community policing. <laughs> the, yeah. The, the, the issue where they think something will be problematic is let's say Jamal is a cop and his beat is the neighborhood he happens to live in. Right? Yeah. And Jamal, excuse me, Officer Jamal goes and stops at this one house. He got a domestic violence call or something. He goes up in there and it's someone he knows. Yeah. Yeah. Because, hey, he lives in that community. The issue or argument is that Officer Jamal's not going to report it. And he may not need to if he can handle it the way. I mean, that's the issue with police, I think, have become a skewed ideal of like they need to go in and like bust everybody down. And like just if they can handle it and resolve it in a way that no one needs to go to jail, then that'd be great because the jails are already full. And I don't you know what I mean? I just feel like if if you're going to use somebody, because if that's, quote unquote, them using those black officers to say, look, we don't want to deal with that neighborhood. You from there, you deal with it then I don't think you should turn around and say, but we need you to have a quota of rest in like six niggas a week. Well, that's what's going to happen. That's because that's that's the game that is played period amongst the entire lot. My thing is this, if you have a police officer that happens to, to, to go wherever and there's a domestic call and the person comes to the door and they're white, do you think that that person is going to let the person's off off because they're white? No, but no, no, but but if we're doing it now, that comes into question. Oh, you you might let that person off, really. So all the black people know we all know each other, you know. But so if, or if I do happen to know this person, I'm not going to do my job because okay, I I know them. Imagine, I, again, I I would obviously I'm not a white police chief, but I would imagine <laughs> if the police force is rooted in racism sure. and like the whole, you know. They're promoting black overseers to watch the slaves. Yes. If you think that the black overseer is not going to let the slaves go, then you, you idiot. But there, like you said, there are some that feel their position has heightened them above their peers, so mm-hmm. they're going to pander and do what they need to. But I don't think it is as high as we're as we're. It's not. I don't think it needs to be talked about. I think there are more black officers that are out there, especially here in Atlanta, that want to give people a break and say look man hey i understand don't do this shit they out here trying to get you i know they are because yes. i'm with them they out here trying to get you it's just chill out yeah and so you do see a lot of police officers give a lot of blacks breaks and i don't see nothing wrong with that now if it's an actual crime i would hope that obviously 
that policeman will do what he needs to do to. He probably uh, would. I, I doubt he would shoot him in the back though. But that's a different. No, that's of a course different not. Subject but, altogether. You know what I mean? But, I don't. But I'm just joking. This dude, he came in like, like he was EU or somebody. But doing about that, I thought it was about to come in. Um, no, and I, and I, it's funny that you said something because Henny, I think you had said something about having more police officers or something of color. Am I mistaken? Somebody did. Which one? Of you, which which one of y'all said it? But anyway, uh, as far as they're having having more uh, people of color as as uh, police officers to do stuff in these areas that don't nobody want to do nothing in. I, mean, I, I feel like there should be. No, 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 and I'm not saying I don't disagree. But what it reminds me of is when you work in an office and there's a sprinkle of people of color, and they go get somebody of color to go talk to this other person about yeah. the, the reports that needed to be done. Yeah. And, That's and, what and it reminds that. me of. I get that. But coming from go. the side of an <laughs> individual you know that has about. the disdain towards yeah. the person, I would feel like I would be a lot more comfortable in a situation if say say something happened, right? We me and my wife got into like a shouting argument. Nothing serious. Just being boisterous and loud, right? And my neighbors are like, oh, shit, the, the black people are angry, or the black man's angry at his wife. And the policeman shows up. A white man here in Georgia might look at my situation, like, look at this black man with a nice house married to this white woman. And he getting loud? He might take it <laughs> the way that is very aggressive. Where I would hope a brother would come in and be like, hey, man, like, chill out. Like, some white folks are scared next door. Don't, like, whatever y'all doing, don't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, cut it like, out. Just give me a warning. Don't make us but come not, back. Yeah, don't ask you. But, you know, because I've, I've seen it happen. I don't know. I don't know. I think it might be 50-50 when it's uh, a person of color. And with, as far as... as no, 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 no. As far as, far as... Here's the thing. As far as them being, uh, like somebody said, the overseer. So you got a 50% chance that this this, this back this uh this person of color there's a reason for that shout out to the truffle and oh my God. Anyway. truffle and salt pe- uh potato chips y'all know what i'm talking <laughs> about those who know know um that's what's happening right now so anyway no my thing is let's just take all the the people of color officers that you have there's i, I my feeling is that there's a good 50 percent of them that are going to be on some old, old gifted hands type shit well, what? You don't think that's paranoia? Ben Carson type shit. You, do I think that's paranoia? No. So then yeah. you got that other 50% that's not a person of color. You already know what they about, you know, or vast or, or a majority of them. We'll say 50% of them. 50% of them and 50% of them, that's 100% of people that want to whoop your ass. And they, and they all kind of different shades. So my thing is this. People are not, you're you going to say, oh, I'm going to be a little more comfortable Bruh, as soon as you see that badge in the uniform, you're going to be uncomfortable because you know that is a an ushering in into that system that don't give a fuck about you. So if that's the case, then any situation that's set up against black people, you just not to feel comfortable with. I don't. I'm not saying you should feel comfortable. I don't, so I don't, banks, banks who have historically been uh, having issues with giving loans out to black people, you go. You're not gonna go to a black bank even though they're part of the, the institution that 
don't give a fuck about you. Okay, I see. Well played. I gave that one. That was nice. That was nice. Okay. Mm. Okay. I, I again, I under, I do understand what you're saying, but it's it's. I think it's. I, mean, I can't say it's paranoia, but I would have to err on the side of like you know what. I am glad the police exist in a certain extent, and I do think there should be more black representation amongst the police force that could possibly solve a lot of these issues that are happening. Are there going to be policemen that obviously are fed in and like are drinking the Kool-Aid? Possibly. But if they know what we know, they would us regardless of their title. So, I, want, I want you to, because this just came into mind when you were saying that. And, and, and first, first of all, let me say I do agree with you in, in there being more uh, representation amongst the ranks. But th- think about, because while you were saying it, I was thinking not just representation at, at, that, at all levels of police, but then I started thinking about a lot of the incidents that have taken place uh, in, in so many different places across the nation where it's something crazy and the, they, they quickly show the, the chief of police and that chief of police is a person of color. Yeah. Right? So the, we, we're, we're making it in these positions, but it, in some of the positions, they're just grabbing us to be able to say, hey, go talk to so-and-so to see if they sent that. Jo- go talk to Jaquisa to see if she sent that, that fax. But you think exactly. but, but, you, but you don't just see that, see that in the police force. You also see that. You, you see that in government, you know, with Senator Tim Scott. I mean, oh, yeah. they're always looking. Yeah, they're they're looking for somebody who they think can relate to, but it's just a puppet. Exactly. So I mean, it, it's uh, you know, it, it, that's yep. It, it's, it's been that way for years. They need they need they need somebody under their control to, that they feel that can speak to us when they get. And if you really look at it, that dude gets shelved until there's some reason that some that black people need to be talked to. Now all of a sudden, he's popular. You know, it's it, it's it's been like that forever. Yeah, and that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I don't know if you would just find comfort as soon as you saw somebody who looked like you at the door. The fact uh, that it's the, the fact that it's the police. Would. I think their blackness would be overshadowed by that red and blue flashing. I don't yeah. know, man. I, again, I don't. To me personally, I I don't feel that way. Yeah. But again. I having dealt with white policemen here and black policemen here, like if you come to Atlanta, they'll tell you there's like Atlanta police and then there's Cobb County police. Yeah. They're not the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get pulled up by Atlanta police, they'd be like, nigga, why are you speeding? Like <laughs> you get pulled by Cobb County police. <laughs> they gonna be like, uh, go ahead and get out the car. I'm like, well, I well, I I won't even speed it. Yeah, but go ahead and get out. You in the wrong neighborhood. Mm. So when you see an area where there are predominantly black people it's going to mirror the, the area, right? You have a lot of predominantly black police officers that, and I don't know what the records are in Atlanta when it comes to like police brutality of Atlanta, like people in Atlanta, how much of it's done by police, like black policemen, but I would argue it's probably a lot less than some of these other areas. You, you may be right. I do want to call uh, a little focus on something you said. You said somebody, there are some predominantly black officers. So, so are they mixed or what are yeah. we? You don't talk about the police too. force. <laughs> I, I knew what the you. Police force is, I knew what you were talking about. But what is about this podcast? The light skinned cop. I was just like, <laughs> so what are we? What are we doing? 
somewhere dark as hell. Better if there's a darker hue police officer coming to my house. Uh, you gonna feel comfortable? <laughs> I would feel more comfortable with the brother coming to the house. White dude comes. This might not go very well. Well, no, just let the cars go. Right. The fact that I, the fact that, that I see the car. Like, I yeah, the fact that I see the car, man, is is enough for me. I, I'll be like, hey, all of y'all doing the same thing. Come on, man. How about when two detectives from New York come to your house, like, you know, to tell you, investigate your wallet being missing? What? Like, they're trying to help me out. No, that happened to me. I lost my wallet on a train. And the FBI? I have ne- Yo, I have never in my Did life heard of... <laughs> you said FBI, son. I mean, said detectives. <laughs> Yes, he did. He said detectives. You said detectives. <laughs> I, I thank you, Paul. Thank you. He said FBI, man. So anyway. Yo, this is Joe Hidden, yo. I heard, I heard FBI. I, you well, did? Anyway. You did? Let this man continue. <laughs> yo. <laughs> hey. Hey. That might be so, the new that might be the new call of the while right there. Yo, son. I heard FBI. Imagine people coming to your house to help you do some shit, but all you see is those shields. And being and, and being a little help. nervous, sure. Little that nervous. that yeah. happens all of the time. And, and and one of them was a brother, and the other one was a Latina. And you were still uncomfortable was, as hell. Still, yeah, because they were still in my apartment. Like, all right, we're here to investigate the case of your well-being missing. Who was still what in your apartment? About? The FBI dudes. Nick, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yo, look, I almost got him. That's why he was mad. Because he was about to say, yeah. Uh, uh. No, I was about to say, nigga. Yeah, I know. I heard that part. <laughs> yeah, I heard that part. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I mean, yes, look. I would feel, to my, get my point, then I would feel better. And if it was a person of color that came to my house that was a police officer, okay. especially if it was a situation that Pistol described where I'm getting in an argument in a predominantly white neighborhood, and yeah, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get y'all some shirts. It's gonna say "Cad Times Pistol Against Everybody." <laughs> Come on, man. But you good? No, well, I'll take the mods. No, no, no. I'll agree. I'll agree to disagree. It's cool. It's cool. I ain't asking you to see it my way. I'm not trying to see my way. Flavor Flav. Hey, but... Find your wallet, man. Why don't you get, get your wallet? <laughs> call, the, call the FBI. <laughs> hey, look, I Were can't... you guys even aware, though? Were you even aware that they have taken a fucking plum and somehow crossbred it with a pomegranate? What the fuck? And turn that shit into oh, a fucking pomegranate. He hides. Why? He just gonna interrupt talking about that. You don't see me doing that. That sounds. Yeah. I was over here waxing. Oh, pause. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that the listeners would want to know the pomegranates in the atmosphere. Sound like you on them uh, truffle and uh, sea salt. <laughs> hey, why you push it? And I do got a bag though. Word the big bird. No doubt. I'm about to go tax that joint. All right. We have talked about a lot of a lot of stuff in this show, but we're going to talk about something that's kind of wild. It's uh hmm. It's it's interesting. Look at you the candy in your mouth. Man, God. it's ice, man. <laughs> it was cold. Dang. Um there was a video that was well, it's not something new. 
Jubilee um, has a show called Middle Ground. What is Jubilee? Ah, I'm glad you asked. You've seen it before. You probably just don't remember. You've seen it. No, it's a it's a channel, Jubilee. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, they do this show anyway. If you look up Middle Ground, they'll pop up, and there's a bunch of different topics that they do. But there were some questions uh, that were posed in this particular one um, that we're going to talk about in just a minute because I forgot. I, uh, you know what? No, 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 no. We're going to do these weird ass questions. And then to bring everything up at the end of the show, we'll talk about number four. If you don't remember what it was, we'll talk about it in a minute. But I got some, some questions I'm going to ask, and then you can just agree or disagree and say why. All right. But I want to hear from the, the agreeers first. Make sense? Yeah. Let's do this. Number one, masculinity is a dis is disappearing in America. <laughs> mm. Ah. Mm. It's funny. It's funny because there was a conversation had between me, King Dino, and Dr. Brooks about mm. a similar topic. Yeah. Now, my argument, since I, I, you know what, I'm gonna go first on this one. In my argument, so you agree? What's with that? You agree? Mask. Yes, yes, but not in the way that you think. I'm disagreeing because, uh, I'm no, I'm I'm agreeing because what masculinity is, the definition of it, mm -hmm. is is changing. And I know Dr. Brooks was like, nah, masculinity is masculinity. I think that was your your, your angle when we were having the initial discussion. Uh, discussion. King Dino, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what's going on. We have this so, old, so old I, definition I, that we're still I, trying to use now and we can't. Look, correct. I, 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 right, and here's the thing, man. I mean, look, I, I get what you're saying, but I think Dr. Brooks and I was, was uh, on the same page it's almost as if because roles aren't the same as they were 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, mm -hmm. then we automatically think that we're, that it's, that it's going away and it's not. The reality is, is we're just defining exactly what that means. And I think that people have some idea that, that now you have to, you know what, you have to, you have to be the primary breadwinner in the house. Or you have, and, and the reality is, you know what? My wife, my wife's business makes more than mine. I'm for it, you know. I'm for it. So does that make me less masculine? It does not. You want me it to answer that? that? You want me to answer uh, that? Are you? You can. <laughs> hey, look, look I just, I just asked the question. That's all I said. I didn't have nothing to say. It don't matter what you say. <laughs> right. I didn't have nothing to say after that. And and look, and, and here, and and the thing, the thing is though. Is I think that we're we're making a point to point out, you know, all these things that we consider are not masculine, mm -hmm. instead of just understanding all the things that are, and and somehow trying to now, you know, create this this I don't know, vision of of what it means to be. Okay. So I think that's I think that's where where we were last time. Yep. You know, and and you know, it is what it is, man. It, it, everything, every, there's an evolution to everything. Yeah, masculinity, the way we have known it, 
is disappearing in America, is my belief. Now, do we have anybody that totally disagreed with the statement of masculinity is disappearing in America? I do. I somewhat disagree. I mean... You think it's thriving and here and everything like that is what's being said? I think each individual person's view of masculinity is defined by themselves, right? So exactly. I think when we get into that whole... You have to ask what, when you think masculine, what is masculine? Not social roles. What do you think is masculine? Got it. Yep. All right. So is there a right and a wrong way to be a man? No. Uh, I think, I, okay, so we're talking about personal and social standards. I think society will tell you there is something you have, all men must share qualities that women might like, right? Mm -hmm. And so some of those are like being courageous, uh, standing up for somebody, uh, that stuff that, you know, we quote unquote, ha or like we feel need to be innate to men. Okay. Like that's not a, uh, a government, like women like men that are quote unquote, this and that, you know what I'm saying? Protectors. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. Fight, and I get fighters. that. To, now to go back to the previous question and, and I didn't plan this, but if you're saying that you're supposed to do all these things, what is a woman who who does all those things? Uh, I'm not saying women cannot be that. I'm saying no, 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 no. But, if, but if we keep, but if we keep attaching, yeah, if we keep attaching these things, standing up, opening doors, beating up folks, right. if we yeah. attach all those things to masculinity, and we have women that can do those same things, is that really masculinity anymore? Exactly. Yeah, it's unfortunately they. This sounds real. That's some Kevin Samuel shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I, mean? I'm, I, I know that he's definitely touched on the fact that, you know, that we we live in a time where where women are more masculine, you know, than than ever. Yeah, I think um, it's unfair to sit there and call a woman masculine because she has a, a good job or she's not yeah. afraid to fight somebody. Or what you see? What I'm saying? Her hair on her areolas. Now, if you say <laughs> now, if she she doing that, then then she would be more masculine. It, that's that, that's how I see it. But to get to this particular question, is there a right and wrong way to be a man? I think the answer is is no. And here's why: if you got a man who who is a provider, he does everything for his family. He hears his wife out, whatever, 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 and we, what happens is we take that and say, that's a man, point blank, period, right? If we see a dude in the street um, smacking his woman up and, uh, you know, pushing her in the car, whatever, 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 we got all kinds of names for that person, right? But at the end of the day, they're a man. They're a bad man, but they're still a man, right? So to sit there and say, is there a right way or a wrong way to be a man? That's very descriptive. If you, well, it, I think that it's subjective. He just gave was a horrible example. It wasn't. What if? What if? What if I'm a woman? <laughs> it no, wasn't. No. It, it, what it if wasn't. I'm a woman who loves to be smacked? Right. Nothing to do with that. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. If I were a woman, what is going that, on here? If I were a woman no, that liked to be smacked, that out, you know, like that, it makes sense to me. How did you turn to a woman that want to be smacked? Because here's the thing: we're quick to sit there. We quick to sit there and say that uh, that dude's bad, right? But what if he's doing exactly what she wants from okay, him? Okay, okay. 
Okay, let's let's that's let's where go I'm going. And agree that I, I get it, but let's go ahead and agree that that's <laughs> not really the norm. Yeah, yeah that, it, you know, my point is not, who you who is to dictate what a man is. Well, well, well I think that's, that's the whole what, part of our conversation. Yeah, that, that is, man. I know. Shut like, up, man. You, well, nigga, you going off on these like no, I'm not. BDSM tangents? <laughs> it's but, called but, it's called but, funneling. But look, you you just you just kind of answers your own question. So like when you said that you think that it's going. Or you think that it's it's fading away, but you can't think that it's fade away. And then also at the same time say, oh well, you know it, it kind of depends on the individual and how they see it. Look, the reality is is if you're masculine, you're masculine. If you're not, you're not. And and that's there's no different. Now what are we focusing on? Yeah, it was now, now see, what, now, here, here's the thing with that. Initially, I said masculinity is disappearing in America because what we have, what we are, what it is. The definition, mm-hmm. what it embodies, that has changed. So when people think masculinity, they're quick to pull John Wayne and whoever into the picture, right? But that's not what a man is now. So okay. So um, so um, masculinity disappearing in America. We already know America has backwards kind of ideas when it comes to this sort of thing. Hard, rigid rules, I should say. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Is masculinity as defined by America disappearing? Hell yeah, it is. Are you I just saying it's because like niggas are wearing skirts and makeup or something? Like, what, I, like I, I, I guess that's no. what I want to touch on. No. In the in the video, the, the what they do is they give two oppos- opposing views. In the video, it was okay. they don't give two opposing. Conserv- they don't give opposing yeah. views. They just have two people different from, walks of life. Yeah, different walks yep. of life. So yeah. one side was conservative straight men and on the other side was transitioning transgender men not transitioning they were already trans they were they crossed over yes there were men who were previously women obviously and so the question was are are they masculine and what no are they they men which is my last question but Uh, I i ain't got to that one yet but that's that's where this comes from is the idea of masculinity and can it be adopted by someone that is not a man no. And if so, what then truly is masculinity? And I think masculinity, masculinity was not the thing. Being a man, period. Are you a man? And the, so now you're. No, so they now were like, we're, yeah. We're talking, yeah, yeah. So, so now you're 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 not talking about how one identifies, you know, as as they identify themselves. You're talking now as, hey, this person um, aesthetically is. I mean, well, it, that was a part of it. That was a part of it because again, they were trying to root out. From the men who are conservative, you know, born biological men, yeah, uh, what they viewed masculinity was in comparison uh-huh. to every other idea, and then they took <clears throat> obviously uh, the people who are now men now and said, "Do you feel like you fit into this role of masculinity, and what mm. is your perception of masculinity?" And of course, all of them said that they were men, not that they were masculine. They said that they were men because period. they identified men. Okay, yeah. so let me ask you this then: Does biology determine your gender? Oh, this nigga is doing too much. What is? I, I'm I just saying. Say this, in the argument, <laughs> in the argument yeah. about masculinity, right? <laughs> we have to accept the fact that they're wilding in these streets. We have really? to accept the fact that 
a lot of men's perception of masculinity either comes from movies mm-hmm. or ancient, ancient times of what they view their grandparents are. Ancient. That's why men like, like that's why men like action movies. They like the John Waynes. They like the John Wicks. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not out here killing niggas by the wholesome. I was never a cowboy. Would but you? That is Would what you? they view. Masculine. That doesn't matter. That's what yes, they it view does. masculinity as. That's what they view masculinity <laughs> as, and that in itself is what they Such label as toxic masculinity right these unattainable views and perceptions of what men have to be then then reinforce the issues of men being like well if i'm not that am i not a man are you out here bench pressing 325 pounds yes yes you get what i'm saying yeah me three cats three cats quickly said it yes no my point is that is not the standard you said of course not me yeah Damn. That's not the standard across men. So <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> that was kind of hurt. That damn. You you know what? You you hit me right in the you hit me right here in the I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Get you in your little bird chest. Oh yeah. Oh fresh. Oh, <laughs> Sam for the sun looking ass. So my point is that this whole conversation stems from the point of opinionated views. Yeah, of course. Uh, all of us in here are men to our family, regardless of we share the same traits or not. And for a second argument, all of those people who have trans, you know, trans have men are men to their family, their nuclear family that they have. Okay. So it really doesn't matter what we all view what men are. It's are you embodying what you believe as a man to yourself? Then let that shit go and that's it. Right. Right. Just be whatever you be whatever caring. be whatever you want to be. Be whatever you feel um, like you need to be, you consider it To a be man. happy, right? So then the question I have is, why do we even, why do, why do we have men, women, why don't we just be Americans or something? That's, 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 that's nothing. Why not? No, 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 no. Why, no, no, no. Why, why not? You, you, so you, if it doesn't, like you if envision it, a genderless society. I'm, my thing is this. If, where people's. Well, Preferences have nothing to do with their gender. It's just preferences and asexual reproduction. No, but if everything is if if everything is cloudy, right? Because we but it's not cloudy. It's not. It's it's what what is a woman? A woman is a quick. Quick, hurry up, answer. Vagina, born with a vagina, has the ability to reproduce. (laughs) No, I'm just saying. What is was what is a woman? Just tell me what is a woman. And then tell tell me you, what okay. to do. No, I if, want pistol. I want pistol to, to tell me. I want pistol you're going to tell me. And straight up rudimentary like biological standards. I did right? not see, and, and I did. I not asked that question. No, 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 that's what you're breaking it down. No, I'm not. Not me. I, I you, I, but I think you have to answer it that way as well. I'm not. Just, I'm not asking him. I'm not asking him to do that. Here's why I'm not asking him to do that. Because the first question we asked was, "Is masculinity disappearing?" In America, and I said no. I, I know you did, like but it is the entire the the entire definition of it is changing before our eyes, right? Also, well, also, also, what is happening? The masculinity that that we have already had that is disappearing. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Time so what? Yes. Guess no, no, no. But guess what else must be disappearing? What if masculinity is disappearing? Then femininity is also disappearing. Uh, case in point, let's look at the whole swim meet joint. Well, uh, the young, the very, very tall young lady 
was sitting there as the winner. She stood there, and then you had okay, the okay. three biological women. Okay, before you continue, no, right? I, I want to say this. I'm a, I want to say this. respect, folks. By, I know by the nature of what they're doing, right? Some people's view of women swimmers automatically kicks them out of being feminine because they're like they, the way they condition their body, the way that mm-hmm. they have to get ready for. They're like that's not a tra- That's not feminine to me. So regardless okay. if there was a transgender man that transition to a woman uh-huh. to compete in there, all of them could still be feminine outside of that goddamn swim track. Okay. Swim you're making you're making my point. Go ahead. Okay, no, you're you're making it. If okay. we have masculinity disappearing and femininity disappearing, why not just say, hey, person? Because you know, so some you people don't still want to be called and dad. They should just be called parent. You don't think it's grandparents, it's just it's just should you be grandparent, not grandma and granddad. You want to see titles disappear. If that's if they don't He's matter, the devil's advocate. He's doing that. <laughs> no, I'm I'm, ask, I'm asking your your point. Don't be don't be trying to dance with me. Just say what you say. <laughs> <laughs> he want to get all upset. <laughs> him man, him man, him's man, him downstairs. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm just I'm and you know I got exposed. Pause by Paul. Um, Saying that I, I was playing, that I was playing devil's advocate. No, that I was playing devil's advocate. So, I'm, I'm trying to sit there and and have you all kind of, I you know what? And you said you wanted to know my thoughts. I think that a full losing of labels, it's it's Cassius Clay, right? I wanted to be called Muhammad Ali, and there were people that did not want to call him Muhammad Ali, right? Sure, but that's who he was okay he wasn't born that way but this is okay this is that's no, a hell of a reach no nah, no it's not because no 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 no. the very fiber of him changed he could not be cassius clay anymore that's not the same body he had that's not the same mind that's not the same soul he had so he had changed right follow me you're a religious belief that's bruh. not biological bruh. that's not biological bruh he still peed standing up, dude. What that mean? I know women that can do that shit. I know, and it's very impressive. But <laughs> so what that's what does that say, man? It I'm, says they can pee standing up, and I'm impressed. Dude, but when it don't change the fact at the end of the day, you are here because a penis and a vagina work together like a mathematical formula. And that is false. And that's the only way to recreate us. And that would be false. Vagina or egg and sperm if you want to get more elementary. That is also false. This is going to be the last podcast. (laughs) 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 That is is also false. Grand closing. Oh my god. I had to play I gotta play your name again for that one. Golly, man. He he came with that. Nah, man, I don't know. I think in our in our country, masculinity is definitely disappearing and it is what it is. But the, it doesn't change. You know, data is a motherfucker because you can twist data, but you can't say it don't exist. And even if you look at professions. Chosen professions. Okay. There are professions that 
natural born females, if we have to start saying female and adding some, put a little mustard on the hot dog. Yeah, I probably should have chose a better term than that. But mustard on the hot dog. Mustard on the hot dog and quit messing around. Um there are professions people choose, and by gender, by natural born gender, you can tell somebody the probability of a person being an electrician or being um construction or being a school teacher or being daycare, whatever. Mm Trends heavy this way. No one held a gun to nobody's head and said, you got to do this. And throughout time, there have always been people that bucked the trend. An anomaly is bound to happen because nothing's absolute. But never let the fact that an anomaly exists take away from what a social norm is or what a norm is. It is what it is. You cannot argue with the data that... The people that are more than likely to be in the military are likely to be males. Uh, So I I agree with you that you cannot argue with the data, but you can skew how that data is being used, which is what what the issue is, right? I agree with you that we'll take nursing, for example. Nursing is predominantly made out of women. That does not mean that women are born innate nurses. It just means that it happens to be made up of nurses. A lot of men are construction workers. That does not mean a baby comes out and that nigga's a foreman. That, that does not. That is not Wait, what? what that means. What, what it's just a coincidence, right? It it, it it's may not be a so coincidence. That, that's but that's. You think that's a coincidence? I think that when that, you start putting you construction and men want to get in the sewers. I think that you will find that, like you said, it is predominantly made up of men, but that that does not mean that those men are just naturally born to go into construction, is what I'm saying. Right? Nobody is naturally born to go into anything. They make choices. Right? Now, we, like you said, society would then kind of move you towards what they view as acceptable, and that's it's hard to break what society is telling you. Well, it changes. That's where you have the anomalies, right? It constantly changes. What are you talking about? Like, your hands, a man's hands or a male's hands have the the amount of um pressure per square foot or whatever then that's king dino's department can do shit a female's hands cannot do mm. oh. <laughs> pause yeah. Um, <laughs> tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> hand strength and grip strength far outpaces a female. Hey, I'm gonna tell but you right now. I'm gonna say that we are. But the average female cannot do Whoa, repeatedly the way that a male can. It is what it is. I'm good with the way she can do. So I'm good. Hold on, hold on. But but Doc, you just said it exactly. The average. Right, the average and average. I mean, males have more testosterone. Males naturally are bigger. However, if anybody trains, if anybody <laughs> trains to, the, but look, <laughs> if everybody See? trains to the same standard, then that can be achieved if you train to the exact same standard. So right? you want to train the average female to the same standard that you can train the average male to? You can. You can. Then women will be dunking in the NBA, WNBA. They get at it. They look, are. That's, they are. Women are <laughs> you got to name two women That's out of 20 years of the school. Man, y'all crazy. I, 
Man, one of them's locked hey, up right now. Let, but... let me let me tell you now. Look, I I can I can point out a women who can outlift every single one of us right now because they train to the standard. Yeah. Okay. How they look every though. No, no, look. Training to that standard and can no. do it. I'm wrong. Mm. Say that again. Ooh. Average men aren't training to certain standards and have a certain amount of strength in their hands. Plight. You're saying you have to, you're saying look, you gotta interrupt the cycle and look, turn a female into that. Look, but you're you're just saying, but you're let's just like we said, you're talking about the average, the average. The reality is is if the average two people train to the exact same standard, those average two people, man and woman, can reach the same outcome. Let's take out the let's average the let's average t- height of a woman and average height of a man. Uh, what average height of a man? I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be. I don't average, expect you to know that. Average height of a but woman is five five. He's amazing. You gonna make me? You know we got goo. <laughs> you know we got goo. Here's no, no, yeah, no, huh? no, no. Here's the thing, though. Here's the, here's the thing, and you both are, are are making valid points. My thing is this: there are good people on both. <laughs> I'm so joking. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> wrap this up and go to Faith before we get arrested. Uh, we we might need down. to. No, <laughs> no, here's the, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Four. Average man's height is five nine. So if we train stop. them both, don't no, no, no. no. Stop all the man woman thing. Just stop it. Just stop man woman and say this. Per- How are we gonna stop man woman? Stop man, stop man woman and say person. If a person can do it, they get the job. If they can't, they don't. Done deal. You see what I'm saying? Let's That's going to upset a lot of persons. <laughs> it might be. But it's funny you say that. Do you think you have male privilege? Uh, privilege? Uh, no doubt. I definitely have male privilege. No doubt. Okay. Okay. No doubt. And it was built long before me, and it'll probably be here long after me. I also believe... Females have female privilege too. They do. Our privilege don't work the same. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So if you did away with all that, yeah, there'll be people upset. But those would be the people upset would be the people who couldn't get the job. The person who got the job is not going to be like, that's just fucked up. Right. They're going to get the work. Exactly. So so all that crying that people doing, uh, whatever, whatever. There, there, they have to. There has to be a reason. That's why uh, you, you, you got to be able to put a label on it, a point the finger, if you will. So if this thing happens, it's because of this. So you have something to point to. As far as the labels thing, if you're feeling a certain kind of way that you can't explain and whatever, 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 and somebody feeds you a label, you're going to take it. Technology has been on some craziness because now a person can sit there and change, change themselves because they feel different. Right. But, but in that it, just because it's, it's changing it, technology is changing. It doesn't mean that folks can't be accepted or, Whatever. I just think that once you have these labels that now a person can identify with, it's almost like a person being adopted, you know, but knowing they don't, they're not of that family per se. And then they meet like that, that side of the family from the people, their biological folks. For me, I, I look at it like that. So now it's just like, oh, that's what I am. Like they know now. Because we've given a label to something. 
So now you have this influx of people being proud of whatever they are. So when it's time to be fruitful and multiply, you're just going to send a bunch of dudes? No, you're going to be fruitful and multiply. There's, no, no, no. But how, how are you going to create more people? Just, uh, if you have this and you have this, Hey, whoever's interested I, is interested. Whoever's not is yeah, not. Yeah. No, that, no, no. That, that, no, uh-uh. Y'all, man, y'all I know what you... No, no, no. I, I see what you're trying to say. Jumping. How is the human race going to continue? Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not, every, not everybody is getting surgeries and stuff. Okay, so we have a bunch of biological men... Okay. ...that, do, that banana split their dicks. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I was like, bananas. Oh, here we go. That's, that's what happened. Okay, okay, cool. And there's a lot so, of, and the look, so and there's, there's, a, of them. there's a lot of biological men who don't. No, no, no. I'm not talking about them. I'm just I'm saying. About okay. Uh, bi- biological men that want to be perceived as women now. Okay. They don't want to have periods or nothing. They just want the title. Okay. And they banana split them up and they go to this Mars. We're going to go to Mars. Make more people. So we send them, and then we send a hundred men and a hundred transgender. I don't even know if we should call them transgender. What we should call them at that point, but we send them as well. So we got a hundred uh, biological men, a hundred and a hundred transgender. Trans- men. Okay, okay. There are no longer men because they're women now. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm not. Now, are, I, we gonna, I, are we gonna come back to that place in a thousand years and find people? No. Or are they all gonna be dead in the next seventy-five years? But here's the thing: it doesn't sound like you would set up a mission to to Mars that, <laughs> that would that look. look like it doesn't. No, no, no. It doesn't. Set, it doesn't M-A-R-S. sound. Mars. Mars. <laughs> yellow cake. It doesn't seem like you uh, sent folks. <laughs> Stop, man. It seems like you didn't want to set up. Uh, that type of thing there anyway. Why would you send a hundred men? Oh no, I, I guess a to- no, no. I guess no, no. You you sent a hundred. You sent you said a hundred men, biological men, and a hundred trans men. So why the question is why did you send two hundred uh, men to Mars? No, it was only a hundred women. A hundred of them said they weren't men; they're women. Okay. Then you said. They just won all their swim meets, so they're the most fittest women. Oh ever. my gosh! You cha- you do know you changing you trying to change it up because you you saw the fault in in, in your stuff. No, I'm on point like a javelin. Sorry, <laughs> How? It's the same thing. I just don't understand the content. I, I think we just have too much damn free time, and people's <laughs> brains people's brains are like, well. Over the last few thousand years, the patriarchy, and there's this big thing, oh, the patriarchy is horrible. The patriarchy is horrible. While people go to universities created by men, on roads built by men, and buildings designed by men, it's like, what's the deal? Why all of a sudden everything that worked don't work? Because times have changed. Well, and not not only that. Not enough to keep you from smacking on whatever you smacking on. (laughs) Hey, but, but you know what? I mean, make no mistake, man. It's like, like I said, it's just, it's now televised. Okay, there's been transgenders in the world 
for a very long time. Mm. I mean, long, long, long before the United States. I mean, this isn't like I said. Now it's televised. True. So we're, very so, true. So now we're looking at it like, oh, this is so. It's not new. Also, right? we're we're now just making a bigger deal about it because it's in everybody's face because of social media. It, well, it's it's just, it's nothing new, man. And the world still keep keeps on turning. I hate to do you like this, Doctor Brooks, but uh, pause. Um, you you're saying that basically men built this men built this uh if it ain't broke don't fix it i didn't right. say no no no, no no that's the that's the that's the sentiment that's the sentiment it kind of had but it would be it could be argued that during slavery if it ain't broke don't fix it it's what they could have said that it, this is perfect this setup that we got we don't pay these people we do what we want to do with them we breed them we bone them. This is okay, like I, hold on, hold on. I I think a better parallel that Aries is trying to say is that the view of black individuals in America versus how transgender individuals are being viewed are somewhat similar in the sense of what the standard was at the time mm -hmm. versus what we're changing to. Exactly. So there were a time where black people were viewed as obviously sub you know subservient. They why why are they complaining? Subhuman. Why is there a Call need for a change? <laughs> And so amongst the transgender community, they are now fighting for equal, if not rights on their own to be viewed as they want to be viewed Basically. amongst their civil rights. And so I think as we err on the side of that discussion, at the end of the day, it's people's own personal beliefs and views of what they feel. But if somebody's sitting next to me and they are just asking me for rights, I'm going to give it to them. At the end of the day, I'm just going to give it to him, and I'm going to leave it. I may not. If, if you guys, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, I'm sorry. I'm, I may not agree personally of my own views of how I feel myself is. Right. I, I, I am a man. I don't want to be a woman. I don't have that uh, need to change. But I am also not that individual. So I don't feel comfortable enough to dictate whether the standard is or what the status quo is of it, and whether or not it should stay that way. Yeah, uh, but there are so many parallels be, with that. Man, yeah, for every so you guys man. really think the civil rights struggle of Black Americans is the same? No, <laughs> no very, very no, no. Similar. I didn't say the same. I'm saying the very battle similar. that they are going through, yeah. but amongst the status quo, right? The majority versus the the minority of them. I think that we are seeing that there is a resemblance of people's so. perception of their fight for rights and being like, why do I have to cater to this if I don't agree with it? Yep. Amongst the fact of just letting them be who they want to be exactly. and accepting it. And so at the end of the day, if anyone could be who they want to be, because there are different labels that are attached to all of us that someone do not mm -hmm. want to see us get out of, right? For every black successful person, you're still a nigga to somebody yeah. and they don't want you to get out of that. And so and we are still fighting for our own rights and our own "Quote unquote liberties and freedom to be who we want to be and be successful." So I just—that's the point uh, I was making. I don't know if that's the. No, the, that is the, that is the point that I was making. Like, you like it? I love it. No, <laughs> and, no, no, no. That's what it is. It was amazing. Hell, y'all want to die on? You like it? I love it. I got you back. No, for me, <laughs> honestly, for me, it's it has helped me get through, or well, it's allowed me to kind of see how they how i could imagine them feeling if you look at the parallels between stuff what was like one of the biggest thing gay rights as far as marriage right 
look at how they would be doing us as far as marriage. No, you can't. You belong to this place. You belong to this place. Whatever. You're doing all kind of jumping the broom type stuff. So you could just get married. Right. So now you talk about representation in different spots. I mean, we're still as as, as people of color, we're still trying to get representation in spots. It it just goes. It comes in waves. This is this is what's what is happening now as far as people trying to get rights and everything like that. It's it's there are so many parallels in in, in their struggle, like Pistol was saying, in their struggle and the struggle that we continue to have. And then think about a person who not only um, is finding their way and, and using one of these uh, more commonly used uh, acronyms and pronouns and whatever, whatever. Think about that person who is also a person of color. So that's like two, three strikes against them. That's what's th having that type of thinking and relating it to uh, race has helped me be able to understand their struggle. It's been able to help me uh, with a with a um, person that I worked with. They, I don't think they've gone so far as to have the surgery down below, um, but up top, it's a done deal. Whatever, right? It, they're like, hey, call me these pronouns. It's that view that I've had and that correlation that I've placed with race that has allowed me to sit there and say, boom and use that, their acronyms the way they want me to use them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just makes it, it, it's not saying that you have to agree with a particular lifestyle. It's just saying, hey, I understand, you know? You and, emphasize. You know, and, you're, yeah, I, exactly. And kind of stand out their way, you know? I get you. Henny kind of quiet. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. I think he's just listening. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I don't know. Cancel because he has his own show. <laughs> drinking people's his own brand. Drinking people persons. <laughs> yeah. Potness. Potness. Do you have another topic, or was that? No, that was it. Because I guess we need to go to faded to to get the rest of this out. So. uh Oh my gosh. What is that? No, sorry. Had to call if it came out of nowhere. <clears throat> oh my gosh. But yeah, I think we need to go ahead and end that thing here and then continue the conversation on Faded. I mean, it's, it's that simple. So if you happen to uh, have a computer or a smartphone and get on the interwebs, hit that YouTube. And check us out on uh, All That Is Faded. Yeah. Um, I guess that's going to be it. I will say this, though. Take it easy, Greasy. You got a long way to slide. <laughs> I'm a burp one time. Fuck that up. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>